Hey. All right. We Woo! made it. We made it. We we changed things around. Literally just made. Literally it. just made it. We're literally plugging in. Yeah. Uh, but welcome to Bacon is my podcast, where today we talk about stories uh, about when we went to go see like uh, opening acts. Yeah. And uh, they end up becoming some of our favorite bands, and uh, we we have a, a run in, a run in today. We are going to have a run in. So uh, everybody, hold on to your hats. Here comes Bacon is my podcast. Yeah. Bacon. Here we are. All right, welcome. Welcome to Discussions and Drinks. Yeah. Bacon is my podcast. Jimmy G and Mike edition, or Mike and Jimmy G edition. I'll give you top billing, my friend. I'll I, I you see. You know what's funny? Like in the emails, yeah. I usually give you top billing, and I'm the usually usually the one who speaks in emails. Right. And I everybody calls. Everybody goes, Jim, 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 Jim. Right. And I'm like, I see that in emails. I see these. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I, I I eventually uh, did say like, hey, just a, just a heads up. If you know, you usually speaking to Mike. Yeah. Y'all better recognize. On yeah. Un- the unsung hero of Bacon is my podcast. What are we drinking today for? Uh, I don't know. Do, do we want to do the Bushmills Black we finished off from last week? Or we do have this new one. It's uh, Shanky's Whip. Shanky's Whip. Uh, there's an ostrich and a guy whipping it on a. Um, Sounds. Uh, this is somewhat terrifying. For those looking on <laughs> Strangerhood TV. This is something. I say the first thing we do is we finish off the Bushmills Black Bush. Maybe, maybe even since this is drinks and discussions, when we do this, uh, we can we can put what we're drinking up front. Sure. At the time, so that it's sure it's not it's then part of the show. So we're gonna we're maybe gonna that's start how we with can that? yeah yeah we'll finish it off. Okay. Uh, and then maybe we can swindle some company into sponsoring and giving it to us for free. <laughs> I've been I've been trying to reach out. If anybody knows any like new young up and coming spirits companies, right? Hit us up. Let us know. Let them know about us. Yeah, and maybe, that'll look better. <laughs> maybe with us displaying it, that'll be a that'll be a thing. Yeah, absolutely. More so, attractive. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're gonna go back with Bushmills Black, which I don't remember where we were at on the Bushmills Black. I think we were the with original Bushmills was Leah, not the best. We had Leah on when we were doing the we were doing the black, before, and we started the black about halfway th- or no for that episode, and we had decided that it was decent, but kind of it was sweeter than I remember. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It does does taste a little bit sweet? Cheers. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. got a little bit of a sweetness to it. Yeah, it's fine. Not quite as much as I remember last time, but probably because we went straight from the original we went to, from, to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, that was the... Wasn't that the uh, the 12 year or something? No, we had the regular... It was the white label, regular Bushmills. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because right. um, we got the three pack. I, uh, right. And for, then there's for the For Christmas, red. two yeah. years ago. <laughs> and it's been sitting it's, here since... It's yeah. been sitting here aging since then. Yeah. And so we finally cracked it. We still have the red. Indeed, the red is uh, is what's left. Indeed, um, uh, before we get too much into it, uh, don't forget to go to baconismypodcast.com to mm-hmm. check out all of our sponsors: Drink Wild Bills, Grill Your Ass Off, uh, Mythical Beards, Pod Decks, and of course Manscaped. They got a new uh, weed whacker. It's it's yeah. heading it's heading our way. Oh, nice! Uh, so the weed whacker 2.0 is now going to be in all of the new uh, packs and oh, that's stuff. Exciting! I love my weed whacker. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it prevents it prevents the, uh, you know, I, Jen's my booger monitor. Right. Uh, I, I tend to have like boogers sounds, sometimes. That sounds so, hot. Yeah. Well, we love each other. That's that's well, what yeah, you do. That's, that's, that's love. Uh, so yeah, she's my boogie monitor, mm-hmm. and uh, what what she does is she's like, hey, listen, you got, but you get exponentially less when you use weed whacker. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I was always. Uh, one of those masochists that would just like if you had a, a straight oh my nose God. hair, D- no, you just kind of grab it. Oh my and God! You're just like my eyes are going to water. The, I know that. Just rip it out. I know that like the feeling and the tears. Yeah. Like I like my eyes are tearing 
Yeah, because your eyes feeling. water like you just got hit in the face. Exactly. Like I've taken a punch to the nose, and that it's similar is, to that. It's similar, but it's feeling to that. But it's literally like a thunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awful. It's pretty awful. But uh, if you want to shave your, pull out your nose hairs, or shave your beard, or make sure that those those bean bags are nice and nice and uh, tight, tight and hairless. Everybody likes a hairless bean bag. Uh, you can check check them out, Manscaped. Twenty uh, percent off with the promo code. Bacon pod. You also get free shipping, so definitely check that out. Um, so I, I proposed this subject yeah. to you, and you were like, so all bands, because all bands were right. openers. And I was well, like, no, no, it's like specific stories and stuff like that. Well, it's a fun topic because it's something that that um, I never really thought about until you brought it up a lot, you know, because you've, you've said a lot. We've always kind of said... Uh, you and I both and everybody that knows, like, yeah, go support the opener bands right. because often we're the opener bands. Um, but support the opener bands because you never know who they are, what they got going on. And a lot of times yeah. you'll find something that's amazing. Um, but you you have uh, brought it up and had the conversation so many times with specific bands that really just kind of like knocked you out when you went and saw them. Yes. Um I haven't been to as many concerts in the past, and this is going to sound weird, but literally in the past like 10 years, I haven't yeah. been to as many shows. I've played a lot of shows. Right. And so I have more of a mindset of, um, in, in that realm, sure. of like bands that I've played with that have completely been like, I am following this band. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's kind of where I ended up, Kind of my brain kind of took it. Yeah. After that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So one, something that I kind of got into and, and like this, this wasn't always the way, mm -hmm. but overall, like um, when I was younger, you know, you'd get bills like Foo Fighters, Chili Peppers, Muse. And it's like, mm -hmm. and Muse was like the opening, opening act. Right. I, I saw Muse open for the Foo Fighters and Chili Peppers. It right. was fucking crazy <laughs> like uh, yeah that's pretty really? incredible um you know uh so like there was there's pretty cool tour packages like that but that was back in 2001 like yeah now it's like festivals everything's like, festivals yeah. or it's the 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 bands that are touring are are like either they're almost on the same level or it's like one band was at a higher level and they're they've dropped status a little bit and mm -hmm. another band's coming up. Yeah. But you know about both of them yeah. and then there's some band that's just not even advertised. Right. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tend to so so like so that happened at around then. I do think that I kind of fell off a little bit. Um, you know, high school, you're or, or like just post high school, you're going to like my big thing was going to Jones Beach. We're right up the road, Jones right. Beach, Jones Beach Theater, and um, you know, so we'd go to a lot of a lot of the shows there, and uh, you know, we'd get there at a certain time, and we'd just we'd be drinking in the parking lot until the bands we wanted to see went on. Mm -hmm. um, I have uh, you know we talked about it on the show before. I have anxiety. And my big anxiety is like getting to places when I need to get there and stuff like that. It kind of, it, it really bothers me somehow. <laughs> it's really, it's really awful. Right. Uh, but uh, you do, you are like, whenever I'm in the car with you and we're going somewhere, you don't come off at all like you have anxiety, but you're very focused. Yes. Like you're very, like. Well, yeah, I don't want to suck anybody else in, <laughs> into well, that. Well, no, you, you know? do. Like, so like, you do a great job of not being like, I'm. You know, I'm watching the clock with my periphery right yeah, now, yeah, right, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I know how that gets because I get that way about being places yeah. like on time and stuff, and I start to worry about that shit like, too. Like, I, like I, I'm terrible like for getting to the airport and stuff. I've gotten a little bit more lax, but on the overall, like getting to the airport, we've got TSA pre. Do we need to be at the airport and in sitting at our gate two hours before the flight? No, but I love that about you because I'm like that, and so it helps. Oh, okay. It helps when All your right. travel buddy is the same. Because okay. if you were like, ah, whatever, we got 40 minutes, we'll get there. I'd be like, really? That's how you want to do this? <laughs> no, All no, right. I, yeah, you're right. You're All right, right man. Uh, 
so yeah, that, that's that's always been like my thing. So once I started going to shows like in the city, or if I would go to a show in Jersey, Starland, shout out Starland, whoop whoop, yeah, um, not a sponsor, could be, <laughs> could be. Um, that's when I that's when it got to me where it was like, okay, well, I want to I want to get there for Doors, and right. it wasn't really like a conscious thing where I was thinking about I need to be there because of this uh it was because of my anxiety i I can recognize that now right but because of that i in turn saw some awesome awesome bands because you could hang out in the parking lot or if you drove there you're like let's fucking go inside and watch bands and do stuff um so yeah i've seen some really really awesome bands that i you know like you never know what you're gonna see Mm -hmm. um you know muse in 2001 yeah case in point um i I saw flyleaf open for they were the very very first opening act uh before breaking benjamin Mm -hmm. uh and and like a slew of other bands and there was like four or five bands on the bill breaking benjamin i remember and i remember flyleaf and flyleaf has become huge right now um so yeah like my my the you know I keep saying it, but like, go see the opening acts. Go see the other yeah. bands on the bill because, or now, now we live in a day, an age where we have Spotify, right? Um, so Red Jumpsuit at Paratus, I was gonna go see them in Philly, and I said, well, we're trekking all the way to Philly, might as well see who else is on that bill. Right. You just hop right on Spotify, figure out what bands you actually want to see and which ones you don't. And that's um, how you found Rivals, right? That's how I found Rivals. Which is awesome because you pointed me in the direction of Rivals who I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, they're not um, they're not a small band right now, but they're not a big band right now right. either. You know, like, in the, in the grand scheme of things, they're on the smallish side right. of, of the bigger level. Um so, really, on any of those shows, they would probably still be an opener. Yeah, and I got to I got the benefit of hearing about them and checking them out because you told me about them, and even just that, like if if you're not the one that sees the band, if one of your friends sees the band, like you pass it along. Right. And I love Rivals, you know. Yeah. And that's that's one of those that's one of the bands that uh, that you gave me a handoff with, where I was just like, yes. These guys are amazing. The so. homies. The homies and rivals. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I actually, the, another band that I discovered that way, uh, I went to go see, it was Kill Switch Engage, uh, Dillinger Escape Plan, mm. and Every Time I Die. And opening that bill, and Jen and I, I, I think we got something to eat. It was like a, a, a later departure time, which made us have to travel later and you know how getting out of fucking new york is right um so we got into the venue and there was this really fucking good metal band playing and everybody knew the words and i was like man these guys must be locals because i don't see their name on any of the bills or anything like that it was so i went up to uh one of the guys and i was like yo these guys are fucking sick uh, are these like a local band or something? They're, he's like, uh, no, they're from Australia, and that band was Parkway Drive. Oh wow, okay. Uh, they were, I guess, their second record um, in, and that's how I discovered Parkway Drive, like fucking forever ago. Like Jen and I just started going to concerts together and 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 stuff like that, and we weren't married or anything, and. And we went and yeah, that's that's how I've discovered some of the best bands. And it's really cool because now you look at Parkway Drive and they're headlining all these crazy festivals right, that, right. You're, that you're talking about. So yeah, I also think that um, sometimes the band that you see doesn't get bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And therefore, if you hadn't have seen them, mm-hmm. you probably never would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a, there's a bunch of bands that I discovered back when I first when I first moved to New York and I was um, and I was creating a band yeah right because 
we would just be at every rock show possible. Yeah. Uh, hand out CDs, hand out flyers. <sighs> Those days stand are gone. in line, no, but... put headphones on people, all that kind of stuff, which yeah. I used to love doing. Um, but we would get in to shows specifically to do that. So I used to go see shows a lot at like WWE New York yeah. when that was there. Um, <laughs> or I, The World, right? The World, yeah. yeah, is what it was called. And um, Or I used to go to shows at a lot of like smaller smaller venues. And I got to see bands like um, Amberlin. Oh, fuck, yeah. Right? I, I saw Amberlin before I ever heard of them. And, uh, and it was before the album with uh, Feel Good Drag came out. Mm-hmm. And then I started kind of, after I saw them and I started listening to them, then I started like hearing their music once in a while on things. And I was like, oh shit, that's that band. Yeah. Right. Um, And then I saw like um, Story of the Year Mm -hmm. before I really knew who they were. Like I knew the name and I had heard like one or two songs, uh, but I didn't really know the band in my first experience with them was them live uh, opening up a show yeah. I, I can't remember who they were playing with it might have been like Aiden or something like that because um, I just any rock show I would go whether I knew the band or not and then also um, my girlfriend at the time loved all those bands and would go to everything was it Thrice? I no, I knew who Thrice was like okay. I was I was I, I loved Thrice the first time I heard them and yeah. so that was like they were one of those bands that I, I went to see on purpose. Right. Okay. Um, it wasn't it wasn't like uh, hey there's a rock show. <laughs> um, like I would go to shows we we would go without even looking to see who was playing. We would go look at the line of a place mm-hmm. and see if people were dressed like they would hang out with us. Oh okay yeah. And then we would go to the show. <laughs> okay. And so I I got to see. Um, I randomly saw like um, Switchfoot live okay. at a show like that, and I knew who they were. I just right. didn't happen to know that they were playing, and we went to the show, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, <laughs> that's story of the year was with Switchfoot. Really? Actually, yeah. That's that's an crazy interesting gig. Fucking crazy gig, right? Um, and they, yeah, they were opening for Switchfoot. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, and it was it was after Switchfoot was no longer you know it wasn't like when they were in their the heyday of Switchfoot it was which, like, which was the one song yeah it yeah. was like a couple years after that yeah <laughs> so uh, you know people were still waiting for that song but I watched them and I was like so that's a band that I didn't know much about other than one song and happened to be at a show and saw all their songs and went these guys are amazing live yeah. and I dove into their entire catalog and have been a fan ever since yeah uh, same story of the year. Um, same with Amberlin. Those those are definitely bands that that I probably wouldn't have uh, had as much experience listening to had it not been for that because I didn't really have any friends that were pushing me their music either. Right. You know. So it was like the and there were so many bands out at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the like the the aughts, the mid aughts, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think that would probably be what that is, like the mid two thousands. Yeah. You know, like mid to late 2000s, um, there were a lot of good rock bands. Oh, yeah. Because there was like another renaissance of it was the emo scene and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was the Thrices, the story of the years. The the, used, used. my chemical romance. Now, uh, the used and you, you talked about seeing a band that you love. And they didn't really blow up the way you thought they would blow up. But uh, the used, when I went to go see them, they actually introduced me to Marmosets. Oh, cool. And that's how I that's how I brought Mar- Marmosets. Like, you know, I, I saw okay. them live. Uh, Becca, the singer, is just insane. Right. Uh, insanely good. Uh, but yeah, that, as soon as I saw them, I was like, DJ, you gotta play these guys on your fucking show because right, they right. are fucking great. DJ of the band Rebel Nine, also of the Top Twenty, which you can listen to on Strangerhood TV. Yes, which is our parent. Watch as every well. Thursday. Yeah, every Thursday. He plays a lot of new music. Yeah, and there was a long time where that's how I discovered bands. Mm-hmm. Um, not DJ show, but I right, discovered but... it by by listening to them first because there used to be such a thing as record stores. And in those record stores, there used to be such a thing as listening stations. And then these listening stations would be where a band's first record would be. And just a couple of cans and just... You'd be able to just walk up and listen to some to, to songs from I a record. That. 
Uh, that's how I discovered the used. Uh, At Virgin Records in Times Square. Uh, yeah. It was like... Yeah, it must have been right before they closed because Sam they Goody. closed not too long after like that the used and MCR blew up. It was like Virgin closed maybe a few years after that. Yeah, I do remember Virgin was uh they had a lot of in-store uh yeah. record releases. They almost became a clothing store for a while to try and yeah, I figure do it out that. movies and clothing that. and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, you got Sam Goody. Mm-hmm. Uh Tower Tower was great. There was one here in Long Island uh, on Sunrise Highway. Right. And um, open 24-7. And I remember going there on Christmas Day because I got I got money. I, I, I remember getting money and me just being like, I like I just want to, I'm, I'm done with the family stuff and, and mm-hmm. I can go out. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to... And people were all busy, <laughs> obviously. Right, right. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Tower Records because it's fuck, It's the only thing that's open. Had you known me then, I would have gone with you. Right. Because I had nothing to do on Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Christmas. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I, that, that I bought Artists in the Ambulance that day. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So you bought it the minute you heard it. I I had heard it a while before. Okay. Uh, that summer, uh, but I just never. I I don't know why I didn't just right. buy it. But that that first used record, I remember. I I listened. I, I put headphones on and I listened to like the first, maybe ten seconds of like three songs, and I just grabbed it and walked up and bought it because I was like, and that record like changed my life too. Yeah. Like I, I loved. That was another. That was in my collection of and and we can make a, a show about that at some oh, yeah. point like the records that changed Must us have, yeah um which are not you know they're not always the classic albums it's not going to be no. for me at least that's not your top 20 albums of all time the top 20 albums of all time didn't change my life right there's a handful think, of very specific yeah things. i i think specifying top 20 albums of all time is like okay well how do you quantify that well right there's a lot that goes and then into that. And, and what all that goes into that when you're talking on a huge scale mm-hmm. is uh sales <laughs> right right sales singles yeah my uh, that, that kind of stuff my like, list of success the, that is very different from the records that that changed me as a as a human and as a musician and as right. a writer and as a human <laughs> right Right, right, and they used that first record was one of those. Yep, Artist um, in the Ambulance for me. Artist in the Ambulance is another one for that, me too. That, that didn't hit me the same way. That was just something I was a huge fan of. That that record uh, just changed my trajectory because I, I was very into like you know the the hard rock, the post post metal, I guess you would yeah, call yeah. it that kind of stuff, and that kind of set me on that course of like rock punk. Okay, uh, emo kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and immediately after that was like story of the year, and it sent me on on that yeah route. I, it's it's funny because if you look at like what I listened to growing up, and then the bands that I started kind of forming and being in, uh, it was it was kind of very much in a direction where all my friends and and me and everything were were like if if you drew a straight line. It would have gone a different way. Yeah, I wouldn't have. You know, there are certain there are certain artists, and most of them were because I listened to them on headphones at some sure. record store. Um, when I was a, when I was a kid, I I ran into the first uh, record from the band Fuel. Okay, Sunburn. Uh, Sunburn, and that I remember putting headphones on with that, and that was like I loved everything about it because it was super yeah. raw. And it was super hooky. You know, I bought Candlebox the same way. That one, my, my friend Brian told me I had to listen to Candlebox. Uh-huh. And, you know, and, and again, I guess we're, we're kind of getting off topic of, like, bands it, we see. But it's, like, new bands that aren't big that, for whatever reason, like, I discovered them either at a show or someone, a friend, well, gave me a record. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Uh, that's where, I mean this Sunday post where we go, hey guys, this is something we're talking about right, this week. Right. 
if it veers off, I'm happy for it to veer off. Oh yeah, it's yeah. fine. That's fine. So, but but yeah, so that's that was my main way of um, discovering bands. I also couldn't afford to go to shows for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and even when I when I moved to New York, I couldn't afford to do anything for a really long time. So, so really, it was like I. Um, I going to Virgin. I, I worked at Planet Hollywood, and I would literally right down, walk next down door, block, yeah. and I would I would put on headphones for every single uh, listening station they had. That's fucking cool. Just to hear what was going on, and I, I remember um, I remember being blown away by like Joss Stone. Oh, when that record wow. came out, yeah, uh, that one stuck with me. Where I was just like, oh, and I bought it immediately. And I remember yeah. like, like stuff like that. I used to love. Just running into and and being like, oh shit, this is great. Yeah. Um, that's and that's how I discovered a lot of music when I couldn't afford to go to shows. Sure. When I when I formed um, Sick as Monday, going to shows was part of our job. So right. it was like I set money aside specifically to go to, to go shows. To shows. Yeah. And that's how I got into the habit of of seeing these bands when I would go to shows because mm-hmm. concerts were like a luxury that I just I, I couldn't do. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I moved here, it was <laughs> living yeah. in a van. All that, all that stuff is real, and uh, and so I didn't get to go to as many things. But um, always, always appreciating like, and then there's local shows that I was on. Sure, I I discovered bands like uh, bands like a Farewell Fire, who mm-hmm. I am a legit fan of. Like yeah. I'm, I am in the audience pogoing and singing every lyric <laughs> like a total fan i've seen it yeah uh he's not lying and it's because i'm a total fan like there's their music hit me in a certain way and uh and i just love it you know yeah. like it's just one of those things um you know seeing seeing bands and playing with bands like that too was was a super cool thing for me to to be able to get the opportunity to do right and like meeting bands on the road and stuff like that too was a big yeah thing. yeah i i man i i used to love it's a love hate thing because because you do play with a lot of not good bands too true yeah um but yeah you do discover some really di- awesome diamonds in the rough mm-hmm. uh when you're when you're playing local shows and 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 things like that i uh yeah i'm trying to think of i mean there was a band that i had that i had played with and then ended up like kind of bumping into again at like taste of chaos because because they were on the bill uh called the smash up yes yeah i remember the smash up they were from new york city i don't i might have played a show with them um, like Sick as Monday might have played a show with the Smash Up. I I had played a number of shows with them at Downtown, but they were yeah. they were a New York City based band. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they oh were, they were great. I they forgot were really about them. cool guys, and and it was funny too because it Taste of Chaos, uh, I, and they were so how do how do you describe them? They were um, they were they kind of like Goo Goo Dolls, but before they went. Yeah, commercial, a little but more like punky. Punkier. Yeah, a little more punky, like the Goo Goo Dolls songs that the bass player sings. Right, the, like I'm talking like yeah, super right? early Goo Goo yeah, Dolls. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, they were kind of like that, but a little bit like grungier and punkier. Right. Um, but yeah, oh, those man, guys were the Smash Up. Yeah, I uh, above Son us. Of a bitch. I'm gonna say above us. There's probably a CD, uh, at least one or two CDs of the Smash Up in, I, a, in a bin upstairs. I guarantee I have one somewhere at home. And there's also a Smash Up sticker on my old ass guitar case that's in my mom's house. I have an old, ugly, tattered Smash Up T-shirt from mm-hmm. had to, has to be from like 2003 somewhere nice. in my uh, somewhere in my my plethora of shirts that. Jen keeps telling me I got to get rid of. Oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, it looks like we have a special guest here. Yeah, you guys know if you've been watching the show or listening to the show for a long time. That's the year time, one dude. Every time that we have uh, guests that we really enjoy, we invite them to come back whenever they want. And uh, we have a guest that wanted to come back, and so we said, "Hell yeah!" What's, What's up, up, dude? <laughs> What's up, boys? <laughs> How are you, man? Good. How are you guys? We're good, doing good, good, man. good. Uh, so yeah, dig that hair. What's up? <laughs> I dig your hair. 
You too, yours too, <laughs> man. You. We both had short hair the last time we Yeah, <laughs> we, we did. We've been through a lot. <laughs> We've been this, it well, shows. Yeah, yeah, we got out of COVID. This is how we can see that time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, last week, uh, Cade and his band Throw the Fight yeah. released a new, uh, a new song called Cover Your Tracks. And it's fucking dope. It is dope, man. <laughs> it's really, fucking really awesome, cool. dude. Yeah. yeah, I'm stoked you guys dig it. That's awesome. I was curious. Oh, absolutely. The, uh, your your input. Yeah, um, we're we're stoked on this one. It had been a long time coming for this one, and uh, yeah, we went heavy. We went deep. Yeah. yeah, dude, I love the vibe of it. Like, it's, thank you. It, it was like it sounds like you guys, but it sounds it it was I don't know. There was a little something to it that was just like, oh, all right. I got yeah. punched in the face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, the the whole collection that you know will will soon be released um, is definitely got it, it's us, but right. there there is just something to it. Um, it's just like elevated a little bit, and um, this one like right out of the gate was probably the first song that I was presented from Chris, and then um, quickly wrote the first one we recorded, and funny enough, the first one we've put out. So um, nice. it, it's kind of cool that. The, through this whole journey and the whole cycle this was been like hey this one everyone has to hear this one first and like it's not even one of our favorites but it was like this one is is different that's awesome it's, it's cool when you have that it's like that and, and and i've i've experienced it too where you write something and it's like it's it's like okay this we're putting out a record out. and this is the statement of the record right you know, like or this is this is kind of our okay, this is the door we're opening right now. So this is how, this is how we want to be presented. Yeah. Yeah. It's something, you know, we went, um, drop, usually where it's like drop B tuning. Right. Right. And Chris started experimenting with like drop a and a sharp and, um, just kind of went nuts and it just brought everything to a different like dynamic for us. And even for me as a singer, but it's more comfortable, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it was kind of new for, for us and, a new process and everything so uh we're really excited that everyone kind of gets to hear this this new stuff for sure because it's just done completely different than anything we've ever done that's awesome nice. that's awesome well i was i was all excited because you know a few months back you were like hey guys we've got a tour announcement coming up and i'm like dude i know if you if you <laughs> if you don't say you're coming to the new york area i would be pissed and then he goes we're going to europe what which is like yeah. you can't be pissed because you're like, oh hell yeah. Okay, well at least at yeah, least awesome because you guys are gonna kill in yeah. Europe. That's gonna be great. It, it's it's wild. It's um, very very blessed to have this opportunity. It's been a long time coming. We've actually been asked to go over there for for multiple years, and it just makes sense for us because our listening group is overseas. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like when you look at your Spotify numbers and who yeah. whoever's listening to your stuff, it's over there and. Right. Um, even with cover your tracks, it's charting and doing really well in Germany. And we're just like, what, what? Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. That's it's awesome. Wild. They love music there. Yeah, they, they do. They, Good they music. appreciate it in a different way. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's still, it's not, it's not a, um, music's not a commodity used to sell something else there. No. It's its yeah. own thing, you know? Yes. It's, it's digested, I think a little bit differently than, what we get when it's just yeah. you know consistent all the time um, yeah hard to catch up <laughs> so so we're here today this is uh this is our typically our uh drinks and discussions show oh, which has been one. just uh mike and i having a conversation about something i don't know if you have a beverage with you of some kind uh, yeah i have some tea and uh yeah part took in the california so i'm good yeah nice <laughs> excellent perfect um we need to get. We need to start our second uh, yeah, beverage yeah, here. Yeah. But uh, so our topic today that we were kind of talking about um, was bands that you happen to see, like opening bands or lesser known bands. It's kind of veered over to like uh, I talked about discovering bands by when when record stores used to exist and they had their listening stations, so you could yes. pop on headphones and listen yep. to stuff. Uh, and we were talking about bands that we both kind of like heard that were either under the radar or just not heard of yet that just knocked us out and became either, either the bands became these Huge. household names right. or even if they didn't, they're bands that like lasted with you and, and you're kind of still listening to them and stuff. Yeah, they're a timepiece for you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so do you, who do you have on your list of uh, of things that you kind of like when you saw them? 
maybe you didn't specifically go to see them or go to check them out and they just kind of blew you away. Right. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I try to consume as much musical music as I possibly can. So I'm always trying to find and discover something music. new. That's my favorite. Um, it's just because, uh, you know, it, I don't know, for me, it inspires me as well. And I try to like find bands that there's not a million fans already and then watch them blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a few of them. So one of them is the used, which yeah. way, way back when they were, I think it was one of their first tours. They were opening up for boxcar racer. And oh, shit. Oh, wow. I was okay. obviously a huge Tom, Tom DeLong fan. And then Travis Barker, obviously. And I had maybe heard box of sharp objects, yeah. maybe a week before, like maybe. And, but then to see them live and completely destroy um this is that one's washington state and i was like these guys are on a different level they're gonna this is something special um so that was one um and then to just you know even to this day they're they're icons right yeah hell yeah uh let's see another one uh taking back sunday kind of the same scenario Mm -hmm. they were this was when I lived in Montana and they were coming through my home state, which nobody ever toured Montana back then. <laughs> it was like, you know, they played in this like crazy barn. Um, it, it like, uh, I guess fairgrounds, I guess. Right. And it was them and Lawrence arms and taking back Sunday opened up for Lawrence arms. And, um, we were going to see Lawrence arms. Like we were huge punk rock fans and right. whatever. And to see these guys, just you know like nothing we'd ever seen before flipping the mics and that whole like pre-emo stage yeah we were just like oh my god and then we were obsessed like i think we had tell all your friends before it had been released to the the market but they had that album and it was just it changed our lives it was it was unbelievable that's awesome like it's it's cool that you brought up first off that you brought up the use because we literally were, we're just, just talking, talking about, about them wild <laughs> i i discovered the used in virgin records in times square i they i i used to go i used to work at the planet hollywood in times square and i would just walk over and i consumed music i would hit every single listening station the whole time and right. the used was one of those bands that 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 first record i put the headphones on and i, and I was telling him i listened to a, a little bit of each song and I immediately grabbed it and went and bought it and then just went and listened to it. And it's one of the records that absolutely changed my life. Like, yes. It changed me as a writer. It changed me as a musician. And like there have been kind of like landmark records throughout my life. And we were yes. talking about like that being another episode that we can do of like the, the albums that like kind of changed you. Yes. In certain ways, but they were definitely one for me that that I wore that shit out like <laughs> I listened to it yeah over and over and over again. Uh, it was my you know I'm on the subway and I'm listening to it. I'm at where you know like anywhere I was, it was just on, and that was one of those records for me that just kind of like hit. Yeah, um, it was iconic. Yeah, it was iconic. Even to this day, like you know, like I I love that they keep changing their style. Yeah, they're they're true yeah. artists. They're yeah. extremely talented musicians. Yeah. And artists. They don't always put out stuff that I love, but they always put out stuff that I'm gonna listen to and yeah. I'm gonna keep on. And and it never fails to like on the first listen I might not get it. On like the fifth I start to get it a little more. On yeah. the tenth I'm like, I really this is, might be my favorite song. <laughs> yeah, really and then at that grow. point you you have like a different favorite song every two weeks absolutely yeah. that's yeah. crazy that's favorite gotta, they just creep f- up on you yeah there was a there was a really obscure song that they uh, that they toured on um on the canyon i'm trying to think of what the i want to say i want to say it was either broken wind i think it's broken windows okay um, I guess they that, they don't have that guitar player in the band anymore. They had like, uh, this Clint. really Clint, yeah yeah they had this like really messy breakup or whatever. Right. Yeah, uh, they did. But that was a that they was a, a they had a couple guitar messy breakups. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. But bands but, are tough. Yeah, <laughs> but let's yeah let's, let's talk about the Clint one though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah this this one was like I remember seeing oh, it live and I was like. Man, this is fucking out there. This is yeah. not the used. 
But once I got the record and I listened through, through it a few times, like you said, it wasn't something that I was like totally into to begin with. By the by, the, like the fifth or sixth time, I was like, okay, I get this now. I get yeah. this now. Right. But now they they've kind of reined it back in to like that more punk emo. Yeah, their new song they just released stuff. is very throwback. Um, yeah. But it, it's awesome. I mean, oh, the, ti- they, they the title alone is wrong. yeah, is straight up. You, <laughs> you know. won't say it for the kids. So I uh, yeah. people are vomit. That's it, right? I, I yeah, think, that one. Yep. I think that uh, I think that they used as as much success as they've had. I think that they're both um, underappreciated, and I and I really do think that they're like um, they're just. I, I guess underappreciated would be the biggest thing I would say. I, I just think. People tend to sleep on them because uh, if you're not like a fan immediately, you're you're just, it's easy to kind of put them into some box of right. You know, oh, that was the that era, the yeah. emo era, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, and I think that they're so far beyond any of that. They're they're like yeah, I think they're trend setting. I think uh, I think they were doing they've. They've managed to always kind of like be ahead of the curve on things. Yeah, they're like as well. the Deftones of emo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's actually what I was going to say is sim- similar to like because we we discussed on the show that you know Chino could be he's got his on days and off days depends on uh, hey, he's a human man how much he's, he's human. consumed. Uh, but <laughs> but I think what actually turned me off to the used a while ago was I saw I saw them like twice i think Mm -hmm. and bert was just a mess like a complete and utter mess and and at that point i was kind of like and i can't i can't listen to this i can't listen to it but uh you know their newer stuff came out and you know you can't deny the records you can't deny the writing and then you know i've seen them i've seen them more recently he's doing a lot better and man he's 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 on he's fucking good yeah. When he, yeah. When he's on, he's like personal. Personal habits aside, a true artist and an and a incredible talent is a fucking true artist and incredible talent. Right. You know what I mean? Like it just, right. it is, it is what it is. There and sometimes people that that have that ability to be so creative and be so open, yeah, they they have other. You know, everybody's got their shortcomings it's, here and there. Other yeah. things. Balance. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, really quick, yeah. I've been avoiding drinking this because it smells like it's... caramel. Uh, yeah. yeah what are you so, doing? so this is uh, something called Shanky's Whip, founded okay. at a local uh, local liquor store. Yeah. Uh, Shanky is apparently a man with a a villainous Shanky. mustache, <laughs> who who rides a uh, rides an ostrich, and I will show you this. Rides an ostrich, yeah, as one does. That is, yeah, as he should. And and he's whipping said ostrich. We don't condone this behavior here at Baking Not at all. Podcast. No. You, you know that in reality, an ostrich will fuck you up. Oh yeah, yeah. Lethal. And then they will try and sleep with you. But it's uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Look that shit like up. A crazy ex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Ostriches so are very rapey. Whiskey really weird. infused with vanilla spirits and natural flavors. Yeah, I natural went to, flavors. I went to, huh? Yeah, natural flavors. That's a suspect word. <laughs> that's a wild guess, but. Smell, it smells very nice. It smells like caramel. Yeah, it smells like one of those little square caramels that like you'd find in like oh, a like grandma. the Werther's, the yeah, Werther's chocolate, yeah, like, uh, in, yeah, a, like in a grandma caramels. glass dish type yeah. thing. Yeah, I would be drinking that with a straw then. Uh, yeah, we we might end up. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's so thick. Yeah, it's 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 viscous. Are you gonna use viscous? Yes. Viscous. Yes. You can put it on some ice cream, like vanilla ice cream. Oh my god. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um so so like Wow, that's a sipper though. That's a <laughs> So did you do the uh the record store thing, Kate? Yeah, man. Uh yeah. Um definitely. Uh, I mean, there was a so I lived in a really small town in Montana and about 20 minutes is Bozeman, Montana. So my dad and I early on we would take road trips usually every weekend and we would go definitely go to a, a record store and it's picking out cassette tapes i'm aging myself now right um not not the return of cassette tapes <laughs> the original <laughs> the end tapes. the end of cassette tapes <laughs> right and uh you know then compact discs but i mean i remember rolling in and you would just go based off of a cover 
at times and oh, a, yeah. a genre. And, you know, I remember finding like System of a Down that way, uh, Blindside, you know, oh, wow. just, Blindside. just Blindside, look yeah. cool. And, it, and like they changed my life, you know. Um, and I miss that. I miss it so much where you can just roll into a, a place and, you know, discover what whatever calls to you at that point, you know. Yeah. Uh, we have everything at our fingertips. And um, I mean, there's a still appreciation for it and people have vinyl and, you know, not every artist has access to that, um, but we will. Um, <laughs> and it's, I don't know, you're just holding something and you're yeah. digesting the whole thing. You're reading the lyrics and the, the artwork and the thank yous. And I'm I nerded totally out that. over that stuff, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I still would if, if I had it, like I probably held on to compact this, longer than i should have i definitely and did yeah i was just like no ipods and you know by the time i did i got the ipod touch because it came out so i like had right. still passed all that first generation of stuff and even my phone i was just like no and <laughs> but now it's just you know stream 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 but you know i do get a lot of vinyl still um and try to collect it as much as possible and it, it just it just hits different even when you receive it and you're just um, the substance of, of all of it and the art and it takes a lot to a lot goes into that stuff and it's tactile man you, you yeah hold it and you're like someone made this for real and it exists for real when it's it's easy to bypass things or or not give as much value or thought to things that are digital because right. a lot of things are digital and you can swipe away from them yeah, yeah. Right? i'm the same with books you know, I I don't have a Kindle. I'm not going to read right. books or do even, even audio. I mean, I I could. I'd probably consume more books, but I'm. I mean, I read all the time. But it's just like holding that thing, and and that's it. That's all right. you got, and you just you just take off. I mean, as yeah. you're listening to a vinyl or back then, you know, cassette or even a, a disc or whatever, you know, as you're listening to it, you're usually holding that that object as well and kind of skimming through it even subconsciously yeah. too yeah i used to love it's reading cool. the lyrics along to what i was listening to that was one right. of my favorite favorite things i would i would front i don't i don't front to back records hardly at all anymore I, well, I, no I, I think it's it's hard to and i used to love to because i would people aren't like, putting out records yeah putting out singles well yeah. i would i would set aside time i would like yeah. sit in my room and and open open it up and press play and like literally just read through as it went and i would pay attention to like uh, intros and outros and if there was anything in every songs and all that kind of stuff would would really kind of like the whole listening to music thing was more of an experience and i can i can see how it it can and has become this kind of like background music type thing because that's how it's consumed yeah. in its in the easiest way now yeah you don't have to like there, there's not that get in your car and then go through all your discs, all your discs yeah. to pick one to put in. <laughs> Which I think I still have, I was just going to say, like, I still have above the, above the studio is like a loft yeah. with a bunch of stuff. I, I've got like three tubs, giant tubs of, of CDs still in there. Oh yeah, yeah man. And, I still have all mine. I, and I, I can't yeah. fart. I, I, yeah, I don't, I, yeah. you know, yeah. It, it could be one of those things where, oh, we'll just get rid of them. It's like, I can't just get rid of right, them. Right. Like, I, I, I have imports and i have like uh air rare stuff uh, like i was right. a huge chili peppers fan so i've got like the japanese version of one hot minute that has this like moving nice. cover nice. and alternate yeah, colors and online like, you, you, you can't, can't get you that. can't get that stuff i mean i even have and still have like local bands or touring bands that we would be on the road with and mm -hmm. you still have their cd and like we were talking obviously about they're talking done about but when you pop on such good bands and you're just like i still have your disc and i mean i'd still spin it and this is before you know they're not getting on distro kit or anything right, unless right. like you got one one guy who's still sticking with it or something but right definitely not that old record if they're still around <laughs> right it's <laughs> no. very rare that they're going to be like let's pay to re-release all our old shit right no way you know no 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 local band's going to do that right let's, right let's yeah let's let's uh let's spend let's get a distro kid account so we can right. put the record from 20 years ago that we spent 200 dollars making in somebody's basement right right yeah. and then and then all the kids will listen to it and compare it 
to what's out now. Compared to what's out now. They're going to turn it off immediately. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, did you, or either of you, did you guys have, because I I was lucky enough uh, when we were talking about record stores, I had one in my my town in Indiana growing up. Um, I, it's still there. It's called JNL Records. Uh, uh-huh. It's it's awesome. They they have everything. And one of the things that they used to do, and they did, had a lot of imports and things like that. But what they would get is internally with labels, they would have these uh, collection CDs to introduce the artists that they were going to be releasing. Like the samplers and the radio samplers, the samplers and things and, like and that. Pre screeners and. JNL would sell those. You yeah. could, you could. They weren't supposed to, but you yeah. could. You could go up to the counter and they'd have a couple of them. And I used to grab those. And that's like, I remember like hearing bands for the first time, like my life with the Thrill Kill Cult. You know, like bands like that, <laughs> where uh, where I, w- I would hear it and I'd be like, oh shit, this is this is cool. I want to figure out who this band is. And then I would like have to go find them. Cause I would never hear them otherwise. Yeah. Cause they're not going to be on radio and they're not going to have anything else. I, I, you know, I like the crow movie and they're in that. So right. it's like, that's, that's yeah. where back in the you day you had to it. put in some work. I mean, yeah. you had to, you really you had had to, to find, find artists. And if you've got into a certain band, then it's like, okay, who do they sound like? I mean, that it's speaking of reading, you know, the credits and stuff of vinyl or whatever. And they'd be like, too. Hey, thank you. Anti-flag. Thank you. Whatever. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, oh, who, shit. Is, well, who is this? Like, right. I've never heard of leg wagon. What? You're like, all or right. A singer appears on the record from another band. And you're like, that's that song. So right. Listen four to the features, song four features. A <laughs> hundred times to try and place where the different singer is. And you'd be yeah. like, what are they doing? Are they doing, is that the guy? I used to love, is that the guy? I used to love the credits yeah. for, to, you know, just cause I was, getting into I, i've always like had a task cam and and tried to record shit and stuff mm. but uh but looking at the credits and, and seeing like producers and engineers yeah, and mixers right. and stuff like that I, I couldn't tell you modern day like you know joey sturgis i know <laughs> but right. like right. Uh, other than that it's like uh, i fucking know you know right uh, except for the the old guys that are still doing it um, right you're like mutt lang still doing things right. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, but th- that that was another thing that I loved doing is like, okay, yeah. this is, um, and bringing it back to the the local shops. Yeah, uh, we used to have. Well, I think it I think it still exists, but it moved like several locations. The place was called Mister Cheapos. And, I've heard, maybe you've said that before, but I've uh, yeah, heard of it. and, and they 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 were selling records still like in the early two thousands, yeah. in the you know the late nineties and shit. And they were still selling records, and they do DVDs, and they do the import thing, and all that stuff. And one of the things that I picked up that from there was uh, "We Are Not Alone" by Breaking Benjamin. The wow, um, the like the the advanced copy. Nice. So uh, it came out like months before the actual record came out. In fact, the 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 like the actual artwork and stuff was just a, a photo, like a stock photo of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just like sent out from the record company to all these like record stores and stuff. That's awesome. And uh, I, yeah, I just remember I, I had it like a few months before. I'm like, yes, I still have that up in that <laughs> up in the, that loft too. That's but, awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. that was like a cool, uh, a cool little find that I got there. That's cool. Yeah. Very well, cool. I mean, even like the work that labels and AR people had to do back in the day you know oh, get it yeah. into the hands of all those little shops whether it was a chain store or mom and pop or local um and also it depended on those those shops as well what they're bringing in and what they think people want to listen to and uh, get that beastie boys out of here or whatever and you're like right, right. you know what <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about grandpa but yeah i mean it's just it was just a different time mm-hmm. and um I don't know. I'm I'm saddened by it. You know, there's there's a lot of great things with it being at our fingertips, but on the other hand, it's it's an experience, and you know, there's things that call to you sometimes when you're in that moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we don't we don't have the like the record store thing. We don't have you know still here and there, but you're not obviously post COVID. They're not handing around fucking cans to, right, like, to right. listen to stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, right. but yeah. you know something that you know 
Discover Weekly and stuff like that. I, I think Discover Weekly is a game changer. I yeah. do, but I do think yep. that, like like Jimmy said, is is a lot of music nowadays, especially if it's consumed in such a way like a playlist or whatever it yeah. is. It's not. It's it's background. It's not yeah. like yeah. you know like you're not getting fan for, fans for life always this way. Right. Yeah, it, it's um, harder to get people to invest their time. Right. Yeah, it, it has to be something that really makes you stop what you're doing and go, okay. I'm going to pull up my, my phone or my my web browser or whatever. And, okay, that's what that band is. Cool. I'm going to go deep dive into that. But yeah. uh, still to this day, and this kind of brings us back around to the original thing, go see your fucking opening bands. Right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You got to yeah. go see the opening bands because it, 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 it's gonna, it can change your future. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, it can't. Well, well opening and, bands, but also like, a, like just local original bands and, and right. touring original bands, you know, like go to as many small shows as you can, because there's going to be, like I said before, Farewell Fire, man, we played with them. And I was like, I am now a fan of this band for life. And yeah. I'll follow them. Um, right. And those things can happen. It doesn't. Someone doesn't have to be on the brink of fame or famous. No, for them, a good band's a good band. For them to change your life with a song. Right. You know yeah. That? Well, and also like go see the opening bands because they're on that tour or that show, even if it's one off, whatever, for a reason. Like right. they were selected. Um, those other bands are fans of them usually. And yeah, so they're looking at it too from a, a business point being like, right. yeah, come see these guys. They they yeah. don't suck. Right. Yeah. 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 And also touring is fucking hard. So it, 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 yeah, it you gotta Fact. you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. You, I I hope I hope you guys don't like run into the issues that like Architects is running into and 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 all these other bands with like the the. I saw that. Yeah. Um, shit, I forgot. Movements. Uh, movements. Yeah. Yep. Movements. They 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 put out. The well, I think it's harder from the venue. I think it's harder to come here now than it is to go. No, no, it was overseas both ways. in is Italy. It both ways the same. In Italy, yeah. movements showed the receipt from the thing. It was the the um, the venue took forty seven percent of their merch cut. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Wow. Which then, on top of that, they're not making much anyways because the right. label's making. That's that. the only right. way they're making money is the merch. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really sad. Um, I'm not looking wow. forward to what may happen to us, obviously, over there, and um, not even knowing. I've known about it over here, and 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 they just keep slowly increasing it and taking more and more. Uh, and whether it's merch or they're they're charging for every every little thing nowadays, yeah. whether it's towels and just. Yeah. I mean the and I get it too because the venues they suffered for years and they're trying to yeah. recoup that. And there's no other way to start charging for the little things. Right. But you also have like the live nations and ticket masters really digging into people's pockets and the artists just suffer at the end of the day. And that's all we want is the artists to be around. And it's, it's right. really tough. That's why, yeah. you know what? That's why you do, that's we gotta why do VFW hall shows, man. and that's why you get a fan. Bring it back, or you bring someone in your band and have them bootleg your merch outside the venue. <laughs> I would definitely. Well, I heard. Yeah. I, I I heard. Uh, Still like got a, a hustle. A different yeah, strategy. They got a hustle, but you give them twenty percent, and mm -hmm. then you actually making the rest. So. Um, a different strategy is, uh, from what I've heard, bands were doing pre-orders. Yep. Mm -hmm. And because you're not selling it on property, and you just use it as a pickup point. Right. Yeah, there's. I've seen a lot of bands starting to roll in. Potentially, when they buy a ticket, it includes a merch, a piece of merch, or multiple pieces of merch. Oh, um, okay. That's smart. And, but I don't know. I mean, every band's just trying to trying to yeah. figure it out. It's it's hard as it hard that's enough. Gotta as be, it is. That's got to be tough to work in. You know, with whatever contract you have with the venue or whatever play, you know what I mean? Like to work, that's got to be a difficult. Well, each venue is different as well. They take different yeah. cuts and Absolutely. different countries do different things. And it's just like, how do you, how do you budget for that? That's what we're right. running into right now is, yeah. and it's constantly changing. So yesterday's price is not tomorrow's price. Right, right. And, and these tours are booked out so far in advance that you're going off budget A 
and then you're you're on the road with budget C. Right, <laughs> right. Like, we're just right. <laughs> burning money right now. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Now, do, did you guys pick? Uh, do you have any like set openers for your your uh, for our run in run? Europe? Yeah, yeah. So we actually picked the two bands that we're gonna do the full tour with. Um, we had, I think, an option of maybe five or six bands that were available or whatever and yes we picked elwood stray and they're from overseas and then another band called i think it's called atina so it's e a t e n a a t e n a um and they both are very very sick uh they're awesome and i think it'll be a really good fit for for us and then each show i believe will have a local opener or two um again come out and see the openers (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah right but yeah, and so each of those bands has had experience touring overseas. Uh, I believe Elwood Stray is doing some shows with like Landmarks, which oh, is wow. pretty wicked. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, so I think it's just a good overall fit and a good bill. And I'm just excited to see. I'm I'm actually a big fan. I've been listening to each band more and more the last probably week or so so i'm like oh man i hope they play this one live like i've already nerded out and that's awesome. uh, um, like Dude, all that's about the best i'm that's like so already cool. their biggest fan they don't even know it right <clears> see by the, awesome. end, by the end of the tour you'll become you'll be going out and singing a song with them and they'll be i hope so a song with you you know like that's <laughs> I, hope I, so. I always found that to be the coolest thing like that's that right. was one of the things that i always loved so much about the live experience um, I mean, when I first started going to shows, I still remember going to a few shows where there would be like an all band jam at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. happened a few times. And I always super thought that group. was like the cool thing. Or super groups were the group. <laughs> yeah, right? You get yeah. members of, of all the bands come out and they'd play some songs from bands that they, you know, yeah. whatever it Used was. Used to be in. Yeah. And uh, and so it was it was that was always a cool thing. But seeing um, seeing a singer uh, come out and join another band on stage was always something I look forward to. Cause I was, yeah, uh, just recently I saw Sam from Architects go out with Bad Omens. I think he jumped on for a little nice. spot, and it's like those are two legends right there. Yeah, oh, man, I love Bad Omens. I cannot wait. Uh, we're gonna be covering Bamboozle mm-hmm. uh, in Jersey. And no Bad, way. Bad Omens is going to be there. Yeah. And I'm stoked. So yes. stoked. Yeah, they're they're changing the, the game right now. And they produced all their stuff, which is right. really, really cool. Hopefully we can make them eat something that makes them throw up. Man, yeah. <laughs> after after the set. After the set. We did we did so what last year and we made uh, the bass player of Felicity throw up. Yeah. Uh, from hot sauce. Yeah. Oh. Um <laughs> Just have anyone but the singer, because yeah, right. No, yeah. no, we had the singer too, but he held on to his own. Yeah, he he was he was you know he was good. He, yeah, he was a champion. We uh, we did bass oh, player was a challenger. We did we did have a singer. Uh, <laughs> we did a tasting before um, rivals. Uh, yeah, they th- their opener, uh, Josh Lambert. Josh Lambert. Uh, we had him try. What did we have him try? We didn't have him try. He came in. And he was oh like, right right. I'll no, do it. Try. And it was a, it was a, uh, what was it? A, it was the um, the two point two sco- million Scoville unit cheese ball. Cheese ball. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And we were like, you don't have to. You're gonna sing. You and don't he did. Have he to was like, it. yo, and man, I'll like, do it. No, I was like, it. all right, you cocky wow. little shit. Come on. Wow. <laughs> I would then, be destroyed. Yeah. He, he, I like uh, spice and everything, but if you're about to sing or whatever, no. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do it before. No, no. I Kay- sang. Kaylee did not do it. Uh, but the other guys did. She ate pickle cotton candy though. No, she did do that. She yeah. did do that. It was. Ooh, and, and how was that? Terrible. Bad. Really bad. This is fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, we had like the wheel of doom. There was nothing good about it at all. Speaking of vomit. Yeah we, yeah, we had this like wheel of doom where where you could have uh, it was like chicken nugget paste, yeah. uh, cheeseburger paste, cheeseburger paste, oh. French fry paste, yeah, bacon cotton candy, bacon, cotton, pickle candy, cotton, pickle candy, cotton candy, candy, and then the the, the cheese ball. ball. Yeah. Oh was, uh, wow! So when you guys it's come, coming, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so man. when you guys come out on the road, <laughs> we're here. Yeah. We we'll can come have out. Some, we'll have uh, some tasting. Volunteer Jeff can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, Kane, thanks awesome. for popping thanks in. Thank you. Like, it was totally thank you. cool. Appreciate uh, it. 
go check out Cover Your Tracks. It's a fucking yes. banger. Yeah. It's a banger. It's fucking awesome. Uh, Kate, bike, t- tell, tell everybody where to find everything for Throw the Fight and, all right. and you. Yeah, absolutely. So throwthefight.com. You can see all of our tour dates, all of our music, Spotify. We're on every platform you possibly can be on. And you can follow me at Cade Cats and also at Cade Cats Music. I've got a solo project that I put out stuff from time to time. And yeah, throw the fight. I appreciate you guys reaching out. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, no, man. Totally. Thank you. Uh, Jimsy, where do they find you? Uh, Jimmy G's Shoes on all the socials. You can find my band Craving Strange at cravingstrange.net where you can find all of our music. Um, we're putting new stuff out all the time. So keep keep checking it out because there's yeah. always new stuff. Uh, you can find our Us. stuff, uh, baconismypodcast.com where you can check out episodes of the show. You can also find our band bacon is my passion we're on twitch every thursday now we are live writing and recording this ep that we're doing and you guys can check it out and be a part of it we just had one where we brought on a producer and he tore apart our songs and it was great (laughs) yes we had a good time lots of notes lots of notes to go it's all live so we're hearing at the same time that you are wow it's it's a ballsy it's a different thing (laughs) it's a different thing uh so yeah biggestofpodcast.com to check out all that stuff mike where they can find you real quick notes yeah (laughs) lots of notes uh me personally at me my own self mike my band is at something heavy music on all the socials something heavy on uh the Spotify's and whatnot, and we've got uh, we've got some new music coming out all the time. So thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having uh, a discussion and drinks with Bacon is my podcast. You guys are rad. Uh, check us out on Patreon if you want to pay us for stuff or buy a T-shirt. Uh, yeah. They say bacon on them, and it's awesome. But remember to ask yourself every day the most important question that you can ask yourself every day: What is that thing in your life that makes it a little bit better? What is that mm. thing in your life that adds to it? What is that thing that could be a side, a topping? or a main course what is it that makes your life better what is the question kate do you remember yeah i had it this morning (laughs) (laughs) what's your bacon what's your bacon (laughs) Uh thanks everybody all right cool man hell yeah thank you guys